what's happening everybody what's going on one and all you know it's funny you were <clears throat> we were just talking about intros we, we got to do something like that same old intro like it's good it's almost not bad but like if we did something a little bit more personal it'd be like yeah nice would be john approved what's yes. going on everybody welcome out there in viewer land this is yet another fantastically wonderful stupendously awesome uh, episode of the battle bros podcast with mac and alamo my name is mac this handsome sob over here is alamo welcome like, share and subscribe remember <laughs> and hit the notification bell if you're on youtube so you can get make sure you get all of our new content thank you movie voice guy thank you <laughs> i'm telling you dude it'd be it'd be killer so yeah, so welcome back everybody. If you join us for the first time, appreciate you stopping by. Check us out. This is the Battle Bros Podcast with Mac and Alamo. We are a, uh, a two man wrecking crew. We talk about you know veteran and military uh, related issues, culture, lifestyle, all that good happy horse shit. Um, Damn right. And uh, hopefully, you like what you see. If you don't, well, hey, you know it's not for everybody. It's cool. If you do, awesome. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Pass it forward. Anyway, so. Share. How you doing there, bud? How's your week going? Uh, my week was actually kind of uh, <laughs> so um, that fun, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that fun. Um, yeah. So <laughs> moving right along, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, my week was kind of good too. I ended up having the day off today, so it's like last minute, I'm getting ready to walk out the door, and and they're like, "Oh, we don't need you today." Roger that. <clears throat> so i uh, started my weekend early roger that yeah yeah i did some reading i'm reading a new book which is awesome i'm reading um robert heinland's uh science fiction classic starship troopers and what's happening there chuck we got somebody in there yeah. hey war daddy withers what's happening my man <laughs> all right war daddy is in the chat good stuff but yeah, so I'm like five chapters into uh, Starship Troopers, and it's written in 1959, I think is when it was published. Yeah. <clears throat> Still surprisingly relatable, you know, 70 some odd years later. It's it's insane. It's a really good I book. I can't lie. I've actually been thinking about breaking into uh, the old novels of Dune, only because the, the recent Dune film that I watched was crap. No, it was actually amazing. It oh, just, oh okay. the story. I, I think because they tried to make it as accurate to the book as possible, it didn't make sense. So, so I feel, I feel like if I if I if I if I read the book, it would probably make just a tad bit more sense. Gotcha. Okay. You know what Fair I'm saying? Enough. But it, I mean, the the movie was amazing, amazing, great acting, all that stuff. Which is kind of interesting because usually when yeah actually yeah you're not wrong chuck you're not wrong when when they when they redo a movie it's kind of shit um mm -hmm. did you send me photos war daddy i know you mentioned that earlier we're going to get into that but if you sent me photos i didn't receive <laughs> them i don't know where you where you sent them to but i did get the note that you left so we're good to go so so, so if people aren't listening or watching going, what the hell are they talking about? Let's jump right into this headlong into the deep end of the pool, shall we? My movie, my movie voice, movie guy voice is not as good as yours. It sounds like I've been smoking Newports all damn day. 
It doesn't sound as epic when you don't use the same voice as this. Okay, you know what? Just fuck your face, guy. Right? I don't care. <laughs> so if you caught our episode last week, we talked about um, adjustments. Basically going from like, you know, everything starting off as, you know, pre-military through basic training, AIT tech school, um, that kind of thing, all the way up through um, deployments, getting out of the military, like different transitions that we go through in life, um, adjustments, you know, lifestyle wise, you know, um, event wise. So if you haven't had the chance, go back and check that out. That's episode 052 entitled Adjustments. Um, Pretty good conversation we had about that. This week, we're going to take a slightly different approach. We can't all be, we can't have every episode be all doom and gloom and serious and, you know, knife hand ninja coming at you and stuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a slightly different approach. So we're going to take a calmer, gentler, nicer, kinder approach. Because doggone it, we love you. Funny twist. A little funny twist. So, um we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, some things you do to kind of make yourself comfortable. So when you were on active duty or a reservist or whatnot, what are some things that you did when you had weekend Liberty or a four day pass, you know, Friday through Monday or something like that? What were some things that you took with you? Excuse me. What are some things you took with you when you deployed um, just to kind of make the experience a little bit more bearable? The topic for this week's episode, episode 053, is going to be creature comforts. So this is going to be something, you know, that we kind of just were we're talking about. We we had a little bit more of a very narrowly focused uh, discussion plan here, but we kind of figured it would have been probably over in about 10 minutes. So Mm -hmm. we kind of broadened the spectrum a little bit and we kind of opened it up to a little bit more of a general conversation about a bunch of different things. So let us say we, uh, you know, we jump right into this. So creature comforts, the definition that I found are material comforts that contribute to physical ease and well-being, such as good food and accommodations. Now, we're going to forget the last two parts of good food and accommodations because when you're overseas, that's not always mm. the case because you might be living in the fucking GP medium, eating MREs three times a day, and then having or 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 if you or if you get some chobas from you know from the economy while you're over there, yeah, the chobas is freaking amazing we're, we're talking about the flatbread it's like that frat the non uh, the fl- yeah. Uh, yeah yeah the flatbread that they make oh my god so i've said this several times like they fucking give me the freaking what you call it and i'd be like yeah i would take like three or four freaking patties just stick them in my pocket and fucking chew on them as i'm fucking <laughs> on patrol so it's funny i've said it a few times on the show but like they have um they, they at least they used to um i don't know that they still do because those are the, the guys that they're market that this is kind of geared for are probably getting up there in age <clears throat> but they do a they do a 500 feet down each surf and turf. well hey navy food's good there war daddy <laughs> i mean listen you guys got some of the best chefs in the world so damn right um especially on a submarine you know they gotta keep you guys happy anyway um they do a flight once a year to iwo jima and, they, and it's a, usually like a bunch of Marines and like all Marine veterans, all that kind of stuff. They go from, I think, Japan over to Iwo Jima and, and whatnot. So, you know, if they had the opportunity like many, many years down the road, if, you know, current situations were a little bit different, you know, political landscapes have kind of, you know, 
kind of quelled themselves down to semi-normalcy, you know, I would go back to Afghanistan and I'd, man, the food over there is fantastic. Eat some lamb on some naan. Oh, man, like a little burrito out of that shit. So fucking good. Oh, my God. It's amazing. So, yeah, it's really good. But, you know, so we're going to look at this from a lot of different points. We're going to look at it from being deployed, not being deployed, being, you know, at your regular duty station, whether that be CONUS or OCONUS, that's continental U.S. or outside the continental U.S. for you non-military folks that don't speak in acronyms like we unfortunate fuckers do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and that's good, like, you know, for Alamo's sake, you know, he was stationed over in uh, Germany for a while, so... You know, I'm sure there's plenty of experiences that you had, you know, off post when you were on a four day weekend or shit where you guys were going around yeah. and just that grin on your face says everything. We're gonna <laughs> get into that in a minute. So so we kind of broke this down into a couple of different conversations. So and it's also gonna be dependent upon like the time frame, because you know, like when I went over to Afghanistan, it was still relatively early in probably within the first quarter of the 20 year period of known as, you know, the global war on terrorism. Cause it went from Oh one to 2022. So we're looking at like 21 years. Um, I went over in Oh five Oh six. You went over what year was that again? Macho. Oh seven. Oh nine. We had the, we were during, we were part of the last search, the 15 month tours. That's right. You had the 15 month tour. So you yeah. stayed just a little over a year and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and it, it kind of all depends on, you know, what kind of stuff we took over there and this, and that, and the other. So, well, let's kind of deep dove into that as I keep fucking my headset here. Sorry. Anyway, so. Make sure it's adjusted. Thank you, movie voice guy. Jesus. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> first, the, what we originally were going to talk about is uh, music. You know, what kind of music did we listen to when we were over there? Um you know, it, it's kind of different, and I guess it just depends on what kind of mindset you're in. So, you know, whenever we were over there, and like I remember working out, a lot of guys would listen to stuff. I mean, MP3 players were kind of starting to be a little bit prevalent, and it's kind of starting to get a little bit more popular <laughs> yeah. and shit. Um, iPods and and whatnot. Yep. I mean, they were like those little bricks of like, huge. I would. Mm-hmm. It would just kind of depend. Like there would be times I would go the. The Afghan base that we were on, um, it was a pretty good, like, it was probably like a good square kilometer or so in size. Um, we occupied but just a small corner, like the northwest corner of it. So you drove in, you drove south, and you entered the base on the north side, the northern uh, side of the base. And then you drove down a little bit and then kind of under the corner. And that's kind of where the American contingent, um, our forces were at. <laughs> But what I do is a lot of times I'd go out the gate and I would run down, down, and then like run the the sides of the perimeter wall. <clears throat> and um, I had my I don't know why I'm so freaking ugh. hold on. <laughs> Some no, not that. Calm down. Um, I could say something, but I don't want him to come through the comments and kick my ass. So I'm going <laughs> to not say anything about people that were in the Navy and served on submarines because, you know, mm. yeah, War Daddy will find me. Anyway, so, mm. but yeah, like I would, you know, depending <laughs> on what I was doing, I listened to like a lot of like, you know, kind of upbeat, kind of semi-angry stuff um, just because uh-huh. it kind of helped me get a good workout in and whatnot. There were other times when I would listen to just, you know, stuff I liked if I'm just kind of chilling, mm. if it was like, 
because we had a 12 day rotation cycle. We did three days working on the, on the guard gate during the day. Then we switched and did three days working in the guard towers at night. After that, we only on Thursdays, bitch. This <laughs> 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 is why war daddy's so great to have on the show. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, and then we did three days of work in uh, mission squad where we'd actually have to go and like maybe pick up, you know, military packs at the, the airport on the other side of town. And then we had three days off, three days off, you know, pretty, as long as you're, you know, in uniform, you know, PTs or something like that, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So no big deal, but music wise, I mean, it just kind of depended on my mood. What do you, uh, what did you have to say about that there, Alamo? Well, when I was overseas, um, <clears throat> the little, Music doomahickey that I actually listened to was this little bad boy, Rakyon. And if you look at that, that's actually the iPod Nano, the one to the very right of the screen. I had that exact model. And um, what I ended up doing was I ended up loading, like, I mean, God, I don't know how many freaking... I, I easily had somewhere in the ballpark of but between maybe 200 to, to like 300 songs on there. and Which isn't a lot if you think about it, but back then you're like, yeah, that's a lot yeah. of music. It's back crazy. then, hell yeah. I mean, I had everything from... You're talking about the Nano, the tall, slender one? The small, the small kind of stout, slim one to the, the very, very right. That one, okay. that one, that one believe okay. it or not, was only... It was only about yay big. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a very. It wasn't a very big piece of hardware. Didn't it have a clip and or something on the back of it? No. They, no. But you could always, if you went like to the PX or whatever, you could always get yourself like the little like armbands and shit with like the that, sleeve that you, you could, could slide yeah, it into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, could yeah. Slide it into. And that right there, my friend, was the way that I listened to music while I was overseas. And I mean, gotcha. I had everything from. Slipknot, Lamb of God, Metallica, like, like <laughs> you want to talk about all the like heavy, heavy hitters that <clears throat> you want to oh, yeah. like listen to to like freaking amp yourself up for the gym or go right before going out on mission. Well, like, and I dude, had it yeah, in. it's like, and it's just kind of like gets you in that mindset. Like one of my favorite songs to this day, and it, it might not have come out. I forget when it came out, but like, you know, um. I gotta look it up. Hold on. Let me see where I'm. Omerta by Lamb of God. Omerta. Oh, that's a great one. You know who liked that? Our buddy John. Yep. (laughs) I I think I. Did I introduce him to that? I can't remember. I don't remember. Oh, God. That was way before. So there's a great Mm -hmm. song from a group called Alice in Chains called Rooster. That is like, yeah. it, and it came out in 92, but it kind of saw a little bit of a resurgence in with uh, folks. <laughs> damn, damn. Chuck said, dude. hell, Walkman's. <laughs> no, but you see what you said under that? He said, uh, Dancing, Dancing Queen. Queen? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's so good. So good. Ooh, but um, especially after the movie uh, Terminator Salvation came out. Like yeah. the, the song uh, Rooster bow, kind of, and bow, it's dude, you just hear that opening chords of you're just like, oh, bow, yeah. Bow, bow, yeah, it's bow. so good. Like, if we could get that to be the intro to our show, that'd be I really know, good. but we'd, we'd that, get copyrights so hard. Oh, I know. I know. It su- it, that, that would suck. <laughs> our episodes would never play. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. 
So yeah, music just kind of depends. There were some times I'd listen to other stuff too. Like that's kind of where I kind of really started listening to like techno and EDM. Um, my buddy had a had a he had an iPod that I would borrow to go running and have my uh-huh. own heads have my own earbuds and stuff. And it was um yeah, because nobody wants to share you know earwax. No, that's gross. It's that it's the beginning song from and I got my phone right here. I got to look it up. Stand by. Um, Right it is. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? It is. Damn it! Come on, hurry up. Yeah, for all you youngins out there, we had to have our iPods and all that stuff before we could just use our phones for everything. Kind of dating myself. Oh so, my god! Does anybody remember the Zoom? Do you remember the Zoom? My brother had one. Those things like lived and died for like a year and a half. My brother had one, <laughs> and unfortunately, we my house got broken into and it got stolen. But he what? had one. When yeah. did that happen? Oh, that's another story for another time, my man. Don't worry about it. No, but there's a song um, at the very beginning of the first Blade movie where they're in like that that nightclub. I would I would because it was like a ten minute long track. I would just sit there. I remember put that on and start running to it. And for some reason, it cut off of my damn my playlist. I have a a, a techno EDM playlist, and like it's not on there anymore. It's like forty one hours worth of like techno and EDM and stuff. It's like yeah. So there was that, and then there was also another song. But that's I mean it was just good because like the, you know I would use that and it would just <laughs> he, he help threw me focus. Out disc man. <laughs> what the hell? Hey War Daddy, did you guys have a uh, portable walk or uh, portable eight track players? Or I was about I to say portable eight track. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Much love, brother. Much love. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, you know I just kind of listened to a lot of different things. Um, I had to. Um, our friend Brian, I was talking to him earlier. So he went to Iraq in 03 when everything first kicked off. Um, mm-hmm. Our old battalion, 2nd of the 124 Infantry Regiment out of the Florida Army National Guard, they went over um, very early. Like they were in, so they were kind of like, um, they were kind of staging out of Jordan for a, a, a short time. And he said, you know, when they were, oh. that was my brother in the 70s. Yes. Nice. <laughs> that was my brother. Oh shit! I just want to see somebody in the navy in bell bottoms in the in the you know in the. Don't they still wear the bell bottom freaking yes. uniforms? They they still do. Yeah, they still yeah. do. They and I see him rocking eight tracks, dancing the Dancing Queen in his uh, in his Cracker Jacks. Oh, that'd be so good. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thanks Withers. I appreciate that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> so good, but um. So they were the first ones to set foot into Iraq. They had staged. That's what I was looking for. They staged in uh, Jordan. They had um, some assistance from the Jordanian government. They actually helped them uh, build Tent City, which was like a bunch of GP mediums and all that stuff. So Brian was telling me they he just had a bunch of CDs and a CD player. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, we're out there in the middle of the desert. You see a bunch of Bedouin, Bedouins going back and forth and stuff. It's like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So... You know, once when I got to my camp in 05, it was actually built up pretty well. Um, you know, something else I can say to age myself, not music related, but um, I was one of the few guys that didn't have a digital camera. I had taken over like 12 I, or 15 fucking Kodak disposables. Like, snap, snap. I got to hold the thing for the flash. It took I had me gotten like, what the times by then. 
Okay. <laughs> Fuck your face. That's right. Some of us didn't have that option. But um, it took me like two months after I got home just to develop all those damn pictures and stuff. And I made a photo album out of the shit. But good stuff. Okay. So music. So the next Ooh, one. The last one. The, the, What's up? I found this. I found the picture of the fucking Zoom. So for anybody watching, okay, like. This is like one of those things that was like very like and in all, in all honesty to a certain degree it had a lot of like features that in my personal opinion actually were kind of better than the damn freaking iPod. So it was time. made by it was made by Microsoft. Yeah, it was made by Microsoft. And it was supposed to be a direct competitor to the iPod and all that it kind of was, stuff. It was, but iPods like, had so such a big following and it was yeah, just, they, they blew up so good, so fast. Mm-hmm. It was just like, they whew. couldn't compete, man. They, they just couldn't. <laughs> they tried. Hey, you see what, you see what Wither said? Boom. 9091 yeah. boom boxes. <laughs> yep. M16. Oh, M16s and boom boxes. That's a story of a great, that's the title of a great book. Yeah. Oh, man. It's fantastic. But yeah, I thought the Zune was cool. He let me try it a couple times. I liked it. You know, it wasn't yeah. bad. But yeah, they died off quick. Yeah, like it was like literally within like two years. Like it was a Dunzo. very short run. Very short. But you know what though? Like as, as popular as iPods are, you know, as they were. I mean, I, I would say I would. Were. Now everything's would, done on the phone. Now everything's done on your phone with apps and stuff, which I think is yep. fine. I mean, you don't have to go buy a, a certain device or all that shit. Everybody has most, I would say, I don't know. I would say it's pretty, pretty, if it's not evenly spread between like iPhone and like, you know, Droid operating system, it's probably mm-hmm. close or Android operating system. It's probably, I'm willing to bet it leans just a little bit more Android than iPhone. I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm an Android to, guy. So. I'm willing to bet that it does. Just a little bit. So moving along. Much. So moving along, we have... What's our next topic? Oh, movies and TV shows. So I have... Yeah. I can tell you for a fact. So one of the cool things, there was a guy... Haji copies. Not even that. No, 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 no. Yes, you could get you could get the, the bootlegs off the local economy like it was nobody's business. Like yeah. that was just so... <laughs> One of our guys, one of our squad leaders, um, Haji copies was all I use, bro. <laughs> man, I one of our guys who went over to Iraq in 03, mm-hmm. um, he actually like burned copies of like 300 something movies, and we had a platoon library. Yeah. So, what you would do is everybody had their name on like a three by five index card or like a two by four, one of those, one of those two sizes. You have your name and rank on it. And what you do is you'd borrow the movie out and you'd put your name in there to know that, hey, you borrowed it. And then when you're done, you put it back and took it out and all that kind of shit. So, we had like, dude, I saw so many great movies because I had so much downtime over there. Like, <laughs> I had never seen Blazing Saddles. And I was just like, where the fuck have I been? Like, I am slacking <laughs> in as an individual. This is such horseshit. Mel Brooks classic. Oh, Jesus. You understand why he's so funny? Yeah. <clears throat> he's an absolute genius. But that, and then just watching all these other great movies. When I was over there, too, Chappelle show was still really, really big. Yep. Right about the time. But <laughs> what we were just talking about before we jumped on air was um, Band of Brothers. Huge. Huge. Mm-hmm. I had I had watched Band of Brothers run. Um, we had a weekend pass when we were in Mississippi, and I watched all ten episodes, start to finish, back to back. 
for Damn. Band of Brothers, and it was awesome. It was it was like a ten hour movie. It was fan fucking tastic. You could have watched like you know, it's like watching a couple of the um, Lord of the Rings movies and shit. But oh, absolutely. What about oh oh the other thing, I had all five seasons of the greatest in sketch living. in living color with the one of the greatest sketch comedy shows yeah that not too many people know about dude so many people launched their careers off that show tommy tommy I davison i bought that i bought those volumes because you told me about it because i didn't realize that they were out so on video good. dude and then when you told me that they were out on video i was like what bought dude, every single season off of so so I, I ended up giving all that stuff away because I couldn't pack it through customs and all that shit. And I was just ah. like, What's, I mean, I could get it back, but whatever. But, dude, yeah. I mean, you have all these people that started off. You have David Allen Greer, Tommy Davison. Yeah. All the Wayans family, Kim Wayans, Marlon, Sean, um, Damon, Ken Carrie. Oh, God, that show was so good. Mm-hmm. So good. So many people got started on that, but okay. So, what do you got for uh, for movies and TV shows? Haji copies, bro. I <clears throat> like you, like where we were at in many places. In the, so, in, in let, let's Iraq, just call dude. them. Let's call them bootleg, just because you know we don't want to piss anybody off with the racial. It's a racial <laughs> slur, my ass. That way, <laughs> give me a break. You go. If I'm you sorry. speak to no, no, you're good. If you speak to a freaking, if you speak to a freaking guy. I'm sorry, but a haji is someone who has been on the Hajj. They are someone the pilgrimage to Mecca. The, they went on the pilgrimage to Mecca. So if you're offended by me calling a haji a haji, fuck your face. Because hajis the show, go watch something else. Exactly, hajis call themselves hajis themselves. So nah. I mean, Jesus, look at the look at the cartoon. Jo- <laughs> yeah, where there's. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at this! Remember the cartoon man. Johnny Quest? The Indian, like the little guy's name was Haji. Yeah, but you know they, I will say they kind of appropriated only because he was actually Indian. Yeah, that's true. Although it might have been post Pakistani, you know what you call it? You know what I'm saying? So fuck that man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice withers. <laughs> oh, listen. War Daddy's got some good stories, everybody. So, anyway, keep going. Keep going. But either way, like I said, you know, we had the Haji copies. You know what I mean? And I freaking like, dude, you'd go in there and freaking like he'd have like freaking packs of movies. Like he'd be like, but what was great about the, him is they had like five, I have all these movies, all these movies. Listen, listen, had, listen. All these had, movies. Like, you had five or six movies that came on one disc. Yes. And what That's would what happen is you'd, like, buy a, you'd buy one of those just because of one movie you wanted to see. And the other five are yep. like, it's like crap. And it's just like, yeah, whatever, I want to see this one. They had like really shitty, like, you know, made up menus and stuff. The names of the movies were all misspelled, but like they still worked. So it'd be like you'd go in there and he'd be like, listen, listen. Listen, Mister, Mister, Mister. Look, 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 look. I have great deal for you. Great deal for you. You look so, like hey, you look so, like hey, that less, huh? What? So the reason why that was on there because there are Muslims in India. I just that's and you know what? That's what yeah, I just. That's, that's what I was talking about. I that was. Uh, I think it's. Uh, what was it? Thanks um, for that clarification, there, War Daddy. Appreciate you. I think that was. Um, what was that? Uh, post apart, not apartheid. Uh, shit. What was that? Damn it. What do they call it? It was when the like when Pakistan was starting to get really uh like they they made the move from India to Pakistan. 
that much I do know. There was a lot of Muslim Indians in India, and then they made the move to Pakistan. So that's why Dude. if you go to if that's why if you see a lot of uh, Pakistan high school education, look Indian. I'm, I'm I'm stupid. I don't know. Yeah, I'm knuckle knuckle dragon fucker right here. So you, <laughs> the, fact I'm, the fact that I'm reading a book is a triumph enough. Triumph let's just, enough. Let's just freaking <laughs> take that win, that <laughs> W, and fucking go. So, but um, you know, he'd be like, listen, Mister, great deal for you. You look like man that likes business. Okay, listen, listen, listen. listen. I have ten, ten movies. You buy ten movies, I give you ten movies. You want 10 movies? I give you 10 movies. $5. $5. And then if you want more, I give you. Listen, listen. Listen, mister. That I was give something you I was 25 not movies. 25 movies. Okay? Listen. $30. <laughs> That's something I wasn't used to culturally is like the haggling. It's like yeah. If you didn't haggle, Dude, it was kind of considered a little that's bit That's because insult. that's how that's how they operate in shops and the, yeah. like, the bazaars and stuff like that out on the street. That's how they do it. So they're always used to hacking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He so, said five dollars too much. <laughs> too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> All right. So next. So video games. Um, the oh, only dude. video I didn't play a lot of video games. I remember playing um like uh Delta Force, Black Hawk Down, which is kind of like a first person shooter kind of thing. Um, kind of similar to like Call of Duty is nowadays. Um, that kind of stuff. I didn't <laughs> really three dollars. You know, it's just I didn't have a system. We had a system in like our common area for a squad, but yeah, yeah. You know, we really didn't. I really didn't play a lot. I just watched other guys play and all that kind of shit. So yeah. Freaking um. Well, me, we got all technical. Like, I, like I said, like when I when like when we had like these guys that came off the economy, and these guys were hagglers, man. Like one of these guys had <laughs> like <Right? laughs> a little. He had a freaking tech shop in like for computers and computer parts and shit in like, uh, I think we were on, what was it? I'm almost positive. We were at camp Warhorse when, the, when we actually found this shop and I was mm-hmm. like, Whoa, what the fuck? This is a video conversion so it a, card. It was like a Haji Best Buy or some shit. Something like that. Yeah. No shit. And basically, <laughs> it's an adapter that you would plug in via USB 3 to your laptop with, you remember the red, white, and yellow freaking uh, uh, connections? The connectors yeah. that you had, the you AV had the connectors, for I audio, think. Yeah, the two for audio and the one for video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used that, connected it to my laptop, downloaded like whatever software it was that allowed me to use that adapter, and I would play my Xbox 360. With Wi-Fi in the camp, in the in the in the t- in the hooches, and just like sometimes play online games and all that good stuff. It was like, it was ridiculous. It was like how like this is freaking awesome. But see, that just goes and, to show you in that part of the world, ingenuity is what how you survive. Like yeah. if you if you think about like in the past conversations we've had talking about you know the locals in Afghanistan, yep. how they would take like they had like, all these like T seventy two tank like shells of tanks and stuff. It's kind of like, it looked like um, if you've ever seen like the dead, like a, a turtle where the, all the meat and stuff has been rotted away or picked away yeah. by a vulture uh-huh. or something. It's just yep. the shell, the upper, that's what these tanks look mm-hmm. like. And they'd all be checked. They'd all have checks on them and stuff and being, you know, cleared by it for explosives and all that kind of crap. But every little thing of use or worth yep. has been pulled out of that and repurposed. Yep. But same thing, like like Wither says down here. We all had that techie. He fixed the shit that you broke for smokes. Yep. <laughs> True story. And then, um, 
what was even crazier was like right after um right after I, I had initially gone home on R and R. I took my Xbox home and I ended up forgetting it. Um at home? At home. I took because I took my Xbox home so I could, you know, what you call. Um, but so I could, you know, play my Xbox while Damn, on a nice TV geek. and everything. Um what I ended up getting was something called the PlayStation Portable which is oh, the a, PSP. Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, it's one of those things for like, for anybody that is lives under a rock. Basically it's that little bad boy <laughs> right there. Yep. I had, I don't know how many games for that. Everything from God awards, God of war series games, metal gear, like you name it, I had it for that little freaking console. That thing got me can, through can, the rest. Can of we my just game. can we just can we just agree with the fact that like Metal Gear is like one of the best game video game franchises ever? Like yeah, and unfortunately, co since uh, Ko, uh since Ko, what was it uh, Kojima Hide, left Hideo Kojima yeah since it's, Kojima it's, left Konami I, it it's just it's it, dead it's, it's dead. stagnant yeah because they 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 own the rights to it so he'll never get it back. And one, that was one of his favorite franchises to one, work on of my favorite like my one of my top three video games favorites is metal gear solid three like uh, snake eater snake eater yeah yes. yeah so good i love like, the intro the music story it sounds like a james bond movie yes the story <laughs> is so good the bat like the bosses like the boss fights are so good like you know and you really you really had to think about like okay you can go in there guns blazing but also like Dude, if you just use a little bit of like stealth, you can get around. So you don't have to kill anybody, you know? It's exactly. Like, great. So, but yeah, video games, man, we're good. Okay, next. Rainbow, Rainbow, oh yeah, Rainbow Six. Oh yeah, that was huge. <laughs> um, Rainbow Six was the shit, especially if you played the one that was for the 360, which we did. Roger that, Warden. And we we wirelessly wirelessly connected our Xboxes together, and we yeah. would go and do terrorist hunt on that shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, awesome. So, books. Um, I only read I think one or two books while I was over there. I actually picked up a book while I was home on leave. I came mm -hmm. back. I was down at Camp Phoenix for I think a couple of days, and I was in a transient hut, which is way out there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Damn. so. I had picked up a copy of Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code and like I literally so I'm like the only guy in this transient tent like there's probably yeah. like, like there's 20 there's 20 sets of bunk beds on each side just going all the way down. I'm yeah. the only dude in this transient tent. So the only thing I had to do was like go down, go eat chow, come back. And I would just sit there and I just had nothing else to do. So I'm like, I am not a voracious reader. I'm not a voracious reader by any stretch, but like I could not put that book down. Like it was amazeballs. There are those so books good. that can't be put down, man. And uh, I'll agree. Like I, I'm a huge geek. So. Duh. I, yeah. Duh. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Dude. I, I had just gotten into the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. And did you read the books? I'm not going to lie, man. My entire deployment, I read all seven books. 
all seven books in the franchise. And by the way, way better details in the books than the movies. Very yeah, so obviously. I'm I'm starting yeah. to get my, my daughter has a very voracious appetite when it comes to reading. Like she goes when she likes going to funny enough, like I mentioned before the show, she likes uh, checking out joke books. <laughs> yeah, no surprise there. <laughs> yeah, but she also likes um, checking out like uh, comic books, like graphic novels type stuff. So yeah, um, you know, I'm hoping that she likes to. Uh, she'll want to read the Harry Potter stuff when yeah, she's a little older. Tom Clancy. I did rules. actually. I did actually read um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six novel and it was yeah. pretty good. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so fan. It was so good. Did you hear that? Uh, Michael B. Jordan's actually going to be, um, what the lead role in an adaption he, of Rainbow Six. Yeah, I did see that. I did also see where, uh, Chris Pratt is coming back for another season of season um, two, baby. What is it? Terminal list. The terminal list. It's going to be essentially each season. As far as I'm being told from a lot of things that I'm reading, Every season is going to be named after every book in the series. Okay. So Terminal List was the first book. And then then there's another series coming out with an actor by the name of Taylor Kitsch, who is playing somebody. He's reviving a character that he played in the Terminal List, kind of showing that it's like a prequel to all this. Um, He's a CIA officer or something. Yes, yes, yes. I forget what his name is, but it's pretty good. Yeah. um, It's been a minute since I've watched the Like I binge watched that entire series in like a freaking week. That yeah. series was good. See, I didn't read too many books. Um, <clears throat> I read, I read one, but it was, you know, it's pretty good. So, yeah. um, okay. So now we're getting into some other stuff. So, hobbies. I mean, when you're deployed, there's about only thing you can do is, you know, freaking when you're not on duty is sleep. You know, eat, inhale, ingest large amounts of pre-workout. Go work out. You know, freaking. Beat your meat and fucking sleep and play video games and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot to do that and just kind of play fuck fuck games with everybody. But, yeah, pretty much. But what about when you were in Germany? So let's kind of take that. Let's kind of take this on a different, slightly different path. When you were in Germany, what kind of hobbies did you have to do, or like, kind of what kind of include the hobbies and the local stuff? Yeah. Honestly. I mean, you it guys was, were at Germany and you had like a 40 weekend. What kind of stuff would you guys do? Like you probably hang out we with just the travel around, squad. man. Yeah. Honestly, we just travel around. We hang out. at the, Sometimes we hang out at the barracks. Um, <clears throat> just depended on, you know, whether or not we had money. <laughs> True. <laughs> From not, not spending it on booze. Guys. I think I'm not spending on booze. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if not, I mean, we went out on the economy and just fucking hung out. Fucking got drunk fucking went to good restaurants and hung out man it was, it was... i imagine eating german food in germany is like so amazing dude oh it's good bro i had the a greek restaurants are actually ran <laughs> by greeks um i went i went when i was in a play ask women to take us home <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i remember going to a one <clears throat> when i was in um i went took a trip to dc um before my daughter was born and we went to a German restaurant and we had something called roulade, which was um, like, it was like a piece of meat, but they had like a, like pickle inside of it. And it was roulade. cooked. Oh. Roulade, yeah. So good. It's amazing. I love roulade. Oh, so good. There's actually, a, dude, not too far from you. Is it, there's a pretty good, um, in, uh, in Sanford. 
Yeah, Hullerbach. Yeah. yeah, we've been there. I had the Wiener Schnitzel. We need to. Amazing. I need to. Amazing. The I'm gonna gravy you. is just on point. Oh, it's so good. Okay, good so God, uh, I went out. I went out. Side story. I went out and see uh, saw my buddy Kevin and play with his band at O'Brien's here in Brandon, and they do a Guinness gravy that you can order for like the freaking tater tots and stuff. What? So fucking good. Oh my god. We all know that you Irish like those taters. I we do like the taters. We do you like the, the taters, taters and we do like just some Guinness, so it's the best of both fucking worlds. How about don't you know? That's right. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, dude, next time you're out here, dude, we'll go to O'Brien's and um the Guinness gravy is fucking on point, dude. It's so good. So are they using uh, the dark lager or are they using their regular? Oh, now you're getting too in, 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 into this kind of shit. I don't know. It might be the regular. I don't know if it's a dark, but I just know that it was fucking delicious. It was <laughs> fan fucking tastic. Yeah, so something that uh, that Withers was bringing up, too, is like, for you know, hobbies and all that kind of stuff. Photography, tourists walk around. Oh, uh, dude, Brock- taking pictures is a fucking that's my thing. I love that um, shit. Brian was telling me. So Brian, um, who you've we've had on our show um, mm-hmm. and his constantly freaking uh, giving us some input and stuff for our show to which we are eternally grateful. Thank you. You have saved our lives. We are eternally grateful. <laughs> Those little three eyed fuckers. Oh, that's so funny. So when Brian went from the national guard in the national guard, he was infantry. Like I was like um, a lot of us were, he switched over to the Army Reserves and went and became a 15 Tango, which is a crew chief on uh, Blackhawks. So he was assigned to Fort Eustace for a while, which is up in, I believe, Virginia. Um, not 100% certain, but it's up in that part of the country. So on the weekends, you know, when he was out of school, he would go and jump on the freaking Metro Rail, go up to, um, to D.C., and he would just wander around all weekend because – the great thing about DC is like all the cool stuff to see up there is free. You can go to the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. You can go to all the, you know, the hotspots. They've got the, they have a, a world war two monument. You have, you know, the Lincoln Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial, all that kind of shit. I didn't know it, but when I went up there, there's a freaking spy museum. I'm like, fuck, let's go do Say that. What? Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Shizzle. Talk about how they freaking shot people with freaking dude. Puffer fish, poison pellets. When, at, the, at, the, at the gun store that we worked at, that shall remain nameless, they had a, a pen gun where it was you'd pull it out like this, and the trigger would pop out. It's a twenty-five caliber pen gun. Shit, I was like, nice, dude. Yeah. So, but he would he would go and like he would wander around DC all all weekend at night. He's like, it's just such a cool experience to go around at night and stuff. You know, see the Vietnam Wall. And all these places, like, it's so cool that, like, you see all, like, you know, watching movies like A Few Good Men or all these ones that take place in D.C., you see all these monuments. And then you're standing in front of them, like, so I'm going to kind of make fun of myself for a minute. When I was up there. Um, oh, you're going to make fun of yourself? Just, just shut up and listen. So <laughs> we're standing right there. If you've, if you've ever seen, um, if you've ever been to D.C., you know, like, right there at the, right there in front of the Lincoln Memorial is that reflecting pool. That big long pool, and then you have the Washington Monument on the other end. My dumbass is sitting out here. I just went in there and looked at the the Lincoln Memorial, and that thing is it's it's so impressive. Just it's it's huge. Like you don't understand how <laughs> big that is till you get up there. So nice. I'm turning. I'm facing outwards, 
from the Lincoln Memorial. So I'm looking down the steps, the front facade of that whole memorial, and I'm at the pool, and you can see the Washington Monument. And I'm, and I'm sitting here, and the first thought of my head was, this is where Jenny and Forrest reconnected. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, so oh, freaking, um, Chuck, Chuck mentioned um, like picture taking and shit like that, and yeah. I got – I be- believe it or not, I actually still have a good amount of pictures on uh, my Facebook from when I was overseas. And there's a times where you just see like I got really like fucking bored and just decided to take any kind of picture I could. Um, okay. God, I hated those uniforms. Yeah, that was our our dog Havoc. That was a crazy little fucker, but man, yeah, he was ACUs the best dog were ever. such crap, man. They like, were the uniform itself, like the layout of it, is not bad, but that camo pattern was just this, absolutely whoa. That was a nice sandstorm right there, dude. That's a brownout. <laughs> Jesus, oh, yeah, man. Like at a certain point, we actually it got to a point where we almost like we pretty much could not see. Uh, <clears throat> we could not see like. I Are think, those like, hemmets? Yeah. We nice. almost couldn't. We we at a certain point couldn't see like ten feet ahead of us. It got that bad. Yeah. And um, that was actually while we were on Normandy. We were we were like we got grounded. Like we were supposed to go and do um, grounded. A you mean like you couldn't? Fl- oh, okay. So you were supposed yeah. to be in helicopters. Yeah, we were gonna go out and do a flight. I don't remember to what or for what, but we were gotcha. gonna end up flying out and. It just, it just, it did not happen, man. Because that sandstorm so, was blowing, and it blew for at least a couple hours, which wow. is surprising because a lot of the times when we got one, they lasted, I don't know, twenty minutes, half hour. That one lasted at least two hours. So we got the, the last, the last bit of creature comfort. I will say the army gave me, right back here. Whoopee! Um, you having a whoopee, you baby? Would be cold if you didn't have it. Yeah. So that's good. So, <laughs> but yeah, you know, creature comforts like it, it, a lot of it was. Oh, I just thought we also drank. Well, we couldn't. <laughs> uh, we weren't supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the one thing that got sent to me that was pretty good. Um, I had um, a family friend of ours make these. Some people call them Buckeyes, but it's basically like a chocolate peanut butter ball. So peanut butter and they kind of freeze it and then they dip it in chocolate. And like she would actually ship them in like Pringles cans. Oh, so like he opens <laughs> up. It's like these things are wonderful. Good stuff. Oh, he's saying in Europe and Asia. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, when you have like a port call, I'm sure you could probably do that. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. So we just kind of want to go down, take a little airborne shuffle down memory lane, talk about creature comforts and all that good stuff. So yeah. So we're gonna start wrapping this bad boy up. So if you haven't been Let's on the do show it, baby. before. If you haven't been on the show before, um, we got started um, when a friend of ours, uh, we found out that a friend of ours we had kind of lost touch with had uh, eventually succumbed to the demons inside and chose to solve a temporary problem with a permanent solution and chose to end his life via suicide. So before that, we had kind of been talking about how we wanted to get back together and, you know, work with each other and whatnot. So we decided about a, a podcast and in the process of coming up with this podcast and kind of like identifying and developing our brand, we came up with the battle bros code. Okay. And it's easy to remember. If you can remember the letters B R O S, you can remember this It's pretty, it's pretty simple stuff. Um, 
and what these are, these four, you know, kind of like the pillars of the Battle Bros Code are just kind of things you can do to keep yourself in the fight and keep yourself aware and alert and, you know, around, which is important. So the first one being B, be tenacious. No matter what you do in life, go out and do it to the fullest. Go out and do it to the utmost of your abilities. You know, don't give it 120% because that's not physically possible, but do the best best job you can be, whether it's being a parent, coworker, a mentor, um, uh, a subordinate, you know, whatever that case may be, do it to the utmost of your ability and do it to the fullest and do Damn it right. as well as you can R refuse to surrender. Um, there are going to be times in your life where things happen that get you a little bit sideways off track, kind of taking a detour into the woods through the river, all that kind of stuff. Um, um, it could be something medical. It could be something, you know, life event wise. You know, sometimes we have things happen that we don't want to happen, but we just kind of have to deal with it. Don't get discouraged. Don't get yourself flustered. Just remember that you're trying to, you know, accomplish something, whether it being, you know, being as tenacious of an employee or a family member or a, a mentor as possible, whatever the case may be. So no matter what happens, refuse to surrender. Don't let this stuff get you off track. Sometimes it's going to knock your dick in the dirt. Hey, it happens. Okay. Get up, dust yourself off yeah. and fucking keep going. Oh, obliterate your obstacles. You know, kind of going hand in hand with what we just discussed. There are going to be times when obstacles come up, whether it's, Hey, I just, I'm three payments away from paying off my car. Well, shit, I wrecked it and I have to buy a new car. It happens. Okay. There are going to be times where you have to go over a wall. A simple objective is just literally on the other side of this wall, but you have to either go over it, go around it, go under it, all that good stuff. Sometimes you got to, you know, trot a quarter mile into the wood line just to get on the other side of things. It happens. Okay. That's kind of the nature of life. It's unexpected. Things happen there. Um, when you can, sometimes you can do some fun shit to, to kind of obliterate those obstacles. Sometimes you get to breach the shit with C4 and Bangalore's. Other times, you know, hey, I'm driving a striker. Oops, I backed into a wall. My bad. It happens. This guy. Thanks, War Daddy. Appreciate you for stopping by. Um, Damn right. No matter what happens, obliterate your obstacles and keep driving on to accomplish your goals and your mission and your objectives. Okay. Last and most important pillar of the Battle Bros Code S seek out help in a time of need. There are plenty of times when we feel discouraged, when we feel down, when we feel like there's no way out. That's not the case. There's always options. They may not be good options, they may not be the best option, they may suck. At least it's an option, okay? Drive on, freaking keep going from there, you know? There are times when people need help. There are times when, you know, people might kind of give you a little bit of a weird vibe and you call and check on them and just say, hey, are you good? Just want to make sure. Just kind of, you know, kind of got a weird vibe from you. And you want to check on those guys and just make sure that guys and ladies and gals, um, you know, you want to check on just to make sure that everything's okay. So if they need help, you can talk to them. Um, whether it's somebody you served with, you know, somebody close, a brother, a mentor, we all have our moments of weakness and it's important to know that there's somebody that can reach out to you. It might not be somebody, you know, okay. If you don't have a, a family member or a friend or a, a fellow service member that you served with, or, you know, deployed with, or went to basic training with or something like that, um, there are options out there. 
there, you know, heaven forbid, if you ever feel yourself feeling like there's no way out and the only way out is to end it, there are resources out there for you. There is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, which um, they have a 1-800 number. It's 1-800-273-8255, which I somehow found out today or last this earlier this week that it's actually 1-800-273-TALK. The actual numbers are, are for um, it's it's one eight hundred two seven three talk, which I just <laughs> found. Out. I was like, "Huh, okay, that makes sense." So, but it's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Again, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. We might want to update that Alamo on that banner down there, just so that it actually has the letters "talk" on there. After mm-hmm. it or so, just a kind of a note. You can also dial the three-digit number nine eight eight. That's nine eight eight. Um, and the cool thing about that, they just started that um, within the last half of last year. You can call or text that number, and it'll get you in touch with somebody. There you go. So yeah, do that. But like, put the numbers on there, but then just put like in parentheses afterwards. Talk. So we can still have the number, but whatever. Here, guy. Just do what I tell you to do there, voiceover guy. So negative. 988. You can call or text um, 988. That'll get you in touch with somebody. They're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week in case you are kind of going down a bad road. Okay. So it's very easy to get in touch with them. The resources are there. You just have to take that step and be brave and reach out and, you know, get help. And ask for it when you need it. So if you can remember those four things, be tenacious, refuse to surrender, obliterate your obstacles. Oh, yeah. There you go. Thank you. And seek out seek out help in a time of need. You're going to be doing a lot better than most, than, than some, to be fair, to than some. So everybody deserves to have their story told, to be passed on to the future generation. So we want to keep you guys around. We want to keep you in the fight. Their story being okay. of epic Dude, nature. Not, not, not now. Not now. Not now. We're being serious here for a minute. Okay. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Thank no. you. All right. So I've done my part. I'm going to hand it over to voiceover fuckface over here, and he's going to finish out the show. I want to get the hell out of here. So <laughs> it is your turn to talk into the microphone like a arrogant douchebag. Never will they ever have times like this again. Did you hear yourself what you just fucking said? No. Never will they ever have times like this again. That sounds like some kind of convoluted lyric from a fucking romantic. Just do the intro. Do the (laughs) outro. Good God. I just want to punch you in the face sometimes. All right. So if you would like to contact us via the social medias, you can do that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Withers just texted me on my phone. He's like, fucking creep. Uh, <laughs> you can do that over on the Facebook at facebook.com slash battlebros.podcast. You can also catch us over on the Instagram at battlebros underscore podcast. Excuse me. You can see us on the Twitter at battlebros PC. And if you want to catch us on the audio platforms the audio platforms do you know what i mean you could do that over on the spotify over on the anchor apple podcasts google podcasts overcast amazon music which by the way 
people are requesting us on Alexa and iHeart. I could I know because I checked the analytics. You guys still haven't sent us videos. What the hell? Yes, yes. Okay, so the first person <laughs> that goes on there and make if you make a video, because nobody's done this yet. We've asked for this since like season two. We're halfway yes. we're a good way into season three. <laughs> if somebody gets on there and says, Alexa, play the Battle Bros podcast, and you get a video of that. Send it mm -hmm. to us. We want to give you a shout out for being the yes. first person to do it. We want, <laughs> we want you to get that recognition. I mean, Damn in the right. grand scheme of things, <laughs> it has a monetary value of about one quarter of a cent. So, but say Pretty much. it's all about the notoriety. It's Damn like right. Mr. It's like Mr. Burnham used to say with the trivia questions at the football team at the football games. I'll make you famous, at least here in Sheffner. So <laughs> um, <clears throat> please, please, please do that. Did you mention the Gmail account or not yet? The Gmail. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can catch uh, if you want to go ahead and message us direct. You can do that at the Gmail. You can do that at Battle Bros PC at gmail.com, where we will also get back to you within a 24 hour period. That includes our social media platforms, all those goodies. Um, we get all these notifications to our personal cell phones. So you correct. Know, if, you, if you need something, you know, reach out to us. We we'll want to see what we can do to help out all that good stuff. So. And if you are watching on anywhere else, a.k.a. therumble.com, um, you, can, you can catch us over there. If you don't want to use the YouTube platform because you feel like it's a bit too restrictive, like many people are trying to do the transition, you can do that over on therumble.com and just search Battle Bros, all one word, and you'll find us there where you can actually subscribe and hit the rumble button. Give us that positive yeah. rumble, not the negative one, because I see Yarr. some negative rumbles, you bastards. Um, but give us some positive rumbles, and uh, we'll continue to keep on trying to bring you some great content right here on this show. And don't forget to go to our show website on the app, whatever, via the anchor, and show some. So show us some support over there on there. Um, if you'd like to make a donation, we'd appreciate that again, not a, not an actual, you know, Hey, give us a donation. Just it'd be if nice. you feel like contributing, Hey, we would humbly and appreciatively say thank you and use Correct. it to do, to continue our mission here. Um, we would appreciate it. Um, no requirement to do so. So, you know, we're not going to be, we're not to the point of being like, you know, Give me, give me my money. Like no. we're not doing that. You know, if you want to send us money, great. If not, no. no hey, it's all good. So, I will say this though: views and listens. If you could help us out with that by get by sharing the message out there, that'll help us get. That'll help get us out there a little bit more. Plus, the more views and the more listens we get, it'll actually it'll actually lead to get some good stuff, and we could continue to uh, grow and expand the show for you. Absolutely. So on that note, folks, thank you again for tuning in to episode 053 entitled Creature Comforts. We're going to get back to doing a little bit of a well, little bit more of a serious talk in the next week. It's probably going to be a two parter. So stick around, buckle up and uh, you know, enjoy the show. So on that yeah. note, thank you again for tuning in for the Battle Bros Ooh, podcast. What, oh, by oh, the, what, what, by oh, the way, real quick, I forgot to forgot mention to you. We forgot something else, too. The... I found out by geo by geographic location, mm -hmm. we now have somebody in Portugal and Austria that listened to us, and 
the Philippines. Austria. Well, good day, mate. Put another shrimp on the bar. Barbie. <laughs> no, that's not I, at all. That's not at all. As an Austrian, I take offense to that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's a good time. So anyway, yeah. like we were saying, thank you again. We you know, we're still trying to, to grow the brand a little bit better. We just found out uh, last week or so that we have over a thousand views on YouTube, which is yeah. amazing considering we had no idea what we were doing when we started this off. Um, the yeah. most important thing to do is just first to remember- episode was so cringe. Oh, oh it's God. cringe. It's cringe as fuck. You're just like yeah. or we like we're just like <laughs> Withers like Austria. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we would greatly appreciate the assistance of the viewers and the listeners. If you can, Absolutely. you know, pass this forward and uh, just tell your friends about this. It's not about us on this. It's about getting the message to the people that need to hear it. It might not be you. It might be one, two or three people down the line from you passing this along. That's who needs to see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, this statistic right here of 22 a day is the biggest epidemic right now in the yeah. veteran community. So we need to do our part to stop that. We need to help each other out, have each other's backs. Um, we got to do some research into that to see if it's gotten worse since the pullout too. Depending on, you know, and it's funny too, because like some of the research we were talking about for our upcoming show, which we're not going to discuss quite yeah, yet. Correct. Yeah. Um, depending on the research that we did, it actually, I saw somebody where it said 17 a day. And, but I, it also depends on the time frame of the year. I think that's just kind of on average. Yeah. It's about 22, but mm -hmm. we'll, get into that. we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. So, yeah. um, but yes, again, like we said, we are, we are very humbly appreciative of everybody's viewership and support. Um, we are still trying to grow this. So please help us out. We would be your bestest friends in the whole world. If you did um, like, share, subscribe, like, share, notification subscribe. bell. Absolutely. So please help us with that. So just remember the four things. Be tenacious. Refuse to surrender. Obliterate your obstacles. Seek out help in a time of need. If you can remember those four important tenets and pillars of the Battle Bros Code, you are going to be okay. So on that note, we're going to say goodbye for, this week, for tonight. Um, thank you again for watching or listening. This has been episode 053 of the Battle Bros Podcast with myself, Mac, and my co-host over here, Alamo. Thank you so much, and um, we will see you down the road. Battle Bros. Out.